Because I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Her name is Noelle. She ran a game. I used to love it. I loved the music video. I got two tickets to Iron. Here's a question. That was tonight's winner and bangers are trash. Question is, out of the big naughties, what kind of genre is that? That's not rock. It's kind of... Punk rock? Indie pop, pop. rock. Indie rock. You got Weedus, you got Blink-182, and you have Fountains of Wayne. Mm. Who's your favourite? Fountains of Wayne, of course. Stacy's mom. See, that's the only song I know from Fountains yeah. of Wayne. It's true. It's a hell of a song, though. You know, we would have been in that age bracket. What? The music video, very sexy. People climbing out of swimming pools. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And um, then he gets caught at the end of Ca- the video. Actually, I can. I remember. Gets a bit racy. No, is that not Blink One Eighty Two? All the small things. No, Stacy's mom. Yes. Is that not him sitting on the sun lounger watching, uh, mowing the lawn for the mother because she's got no dad, and he goes, "I can be your." He fancies her. He fancies. What's the pool party? Oh, they're at the pool party. They're at the yeah. pool. She climbs out in her lingerie yes, bikini. Yes. Uh, I hear you. I, I'm picking up what end, you're putting down. I think he's in the bathroom. Oh Isn't wait. that it And Stacy catches him uh, Stacy, can't you see You're just not the girl for me I know that I'm, I'm wrong, wrong But, but I'm, I'm in, in love, love with Stacy's mom. mom Sometimes you can't help Who you've fallen in love with It's kind of like poetry that Isn't it Favourite poet I love Robert Frost Give us a few Lines of a Robert Frost poem Oh do you know what If you could kick me off I know two roads divulge In yellow wood Sorry I could not travel both And knowing how way Would lead on to way I doubt if I could ever come back that's not the in chronological order, but that's kind of it. Um, why can I, I give a, you a, a Christmas childhood? I love Christmas childhood. Can I give you a quote from Romeo and Juliet? I would. Love I loved Romeo and Juliet. I've never watched it. Tybalt, Tybalt, the reason that I have to love thee does not excuse the appertaining rage to such a greeting. Villain, I'm not. Question mark. That was good. Did you do that in? I did that junior sir. I love man. What did I honestly. Do? Romeo and Juliet directed by Baz Luhrmann you've a really young Leonardo DiCaprio they use Shakespearean language but it's epic I would hate that full of action I would hate it and I remember it's all in Shakespearean yes but you get away with it because the acting's brilliant and it's cool and there's gunfights instead of sword fights and Michael from Lost here's the thing Michael from Love Island I was telling you Michael from Big Mikey from Big Brother. Telling you before the show <laughs> that myself and Becca, we are struggling at the moment to watch something because finished White Lotus and I said to her when we were brushing our teeth, Lost. Oh. How would you like to watch Lost again? She went, Absolutely not. I then said, The Wire? She goes, I would love to yeah. watch The Wire. Beautiful. I haven't watched The Wire before. It's a huge commitment, isn't it? And I've heard there's one season that's apparently dreadful. Yeah, Second but, last? Yeah, but like, that's, I think there's five seasons. Well, sell The Wire to me, because I know it is it the most, because we were speaking about death yesterday. Is this a show that I have to watch before I die? Yeah, if you're into television, 100%. Like, you're into cooking, I'm into huge television shows. They're my thing. Mm. Like, absolutely. I'm so happy right now because I was kind of in the wilderness where I didn't have one. Yellowstone now I'm getting into, so I'm delighted with that now. Five seasons, I'm only at the beginning. I'm so envious when someone is starting one of my top shows. 
Wire. The Wire, Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Where does that lie in the ranking? And <sighs> can you explain you, why? The Sopranos is just the best written thing I've ever watched in my life. You have such an affection for these characters, even though deep down they're horrible. Well, not even deep down, on a surface level. They're bad people. They're bad people. But deep down they're good people. Deep down they're they're all troubled. Aren't we all? And they're all doing things because they this what that's all they know. I would have gone in the past I would have gone And sorry, they're hour long episodes. Hour long episodes. I would have gone to the Sopranos, Breaking Bad, The Wire. Wow, Breaking Bad ahead of The Wire. But now I go The Sopranos, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, The Wire. But Breaking Bad and The Wire flip flop from the. Why is The Wire so low? It's not so low. You haven't watched any of these TV shows. It's so hard to rank these TV shows. You know me. You know me. You know where I come you know, from. You know, know me, know me, know me. What's that you song? Know, you think you know, know me, me, know me, know me. me, know me. me. It was The Edge, his entrance music wrestler. Mm. Uh, out of all those shows, what would hone my attention? What would make me put the phone across the room and say, Becca, let's watch a second episode. Your favourite of those would be Better Call Saul, but you can't watch Better Call Saul without watching, without Breaking, watching Breaking Bad. Bad because... The nods to Breaking Bad in Better Call Saul. So Better Call Saul is the prequel to Breaking Bad. Maybe I don't need those nods. No, no, no. What makes it so good is the nods. What makes it so good is when you go, when you see one of the characters from Breaking Bad, you're like, (gasps) you wouldn't have that. How about I watch that and then Breaking Bad? No, absolutely That'd be a completely different experience. I had the conversation with Claire last night. Was it last night or Sunday night? And I was saying... I like I have to watch The Sopranos again I've got to do it And it's your turn You're passing it on to me No no I'm just, This is Claire Oh sorry You is Claire I thought that was very deep She said to me She doesn't want to watch it Why not I don't think I'd like it Like what are you talking I about I think She has an agenda against it Because mm. I think and to It's be a bit f- old now It seems it's a not, bit it's old not, It's not it's, no, it's a classic And I also think What may be hampering it Is the fact that I said you know what? If we do end up watching The Sopranos and you don't like it, I will look at you differently. Yeah. So I think she's trying to protect herself. You there don't as want well. that because if someone who if someone watches Sopranos and doesn't like it, honestly, okay. Wow, I've no respect. Are for you. we saying? Uh, for me, I think it's a toss-up between The Wire or The Sopranos. I think you should do The Wire because your parents are such a fan of The Wire. Yeah. And it's not a big of a commitment as The Sopranos because with The Wire, yeah, there's five different seasons. But they're all very different. Like, they're completely different. So you can kind of go, right, I've done season one, I can take a break. You move back to season two, there's different cast members, but there's also the same cast members. They just look at a different kind of department or side of the city. With The Sopranos, it's a continuation. Like, I couldn't tell you what happens in season one, season three, season five. Well, I can tell you what happens at the end, but like in the middle, it all kind of blends into so one. Why are on now? Yeah, the I think Wire it is. Wire is on now. I watch it on now. Also, another good one if you want to just have one season in and out. That's it. We own the city. I watched that. Oh, you watched? I, it? I think I recommended that to you. Okay. About the corrupt police. If officer. you like that, you will love The Wire. Yeah. Okay, that's it. There's your in. Not bad. What? What? Lost me maybe one or two episodes. That's fine. But like, they are, a lot of the characters in there are in the wire. Corrupt? No, in the wire. Yeah, but I'm saying they're corrupt. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's about corruption. But a lot of the actual actors, the actors, yeah. are the actors from The Wire. They're just growing up. Corruption upsets me. <sighs> Don't worry about it. It does upset. It doesn't, doesn't concern you. Oh, I suppose it concerns us all. What's up at the top? Um... You just worry about what to watch on television. You don't worry about corruption. I know. There's nothing for, like, finishing up the show here, going home. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm always like, I, I just need to have I can't wait show. for Love Island to be over. Ah! Is that it? You, you're fine. You're yeah. fine. You're in a safe place. We're a lovely community. Yeah, but I have to go on the television on Friday and talk about it. Okay, we really have to hey, go. Hey, we have some people listening in Belgium, so hello. Oh, yeah. oh, listen, and if you've got this podcast, I actually must start promoting on the bottom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, because it's just new. It means, uh, means a lot to us. Okay, here we go. Good afternoon. It has just gone three on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I feel like this has been a very long day. Me and you have been together since about half ten o'clock. Today. Yeah, you're awaiting half outside. Half ten o'clock. <laughs> That's even worse than Nathan saying leg one yesterday when referencing the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final. It was beautiful. At half ten, you were waiting for me as I was dropping Trow in Trinity College <laughs> pretending I... to be a student. <laughs> we had to meet to do a podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about it in just a few. But uh, Nathan, I was running late, so I go, I'm going to hop on Dublin bike. Nathan, I find I'll... it very rude you didn't answer your phone when I called you. I was in the shower. Oh, okay. I was running very late this morning, and I said, I'll meet you in Trinity College. And I rang Nathan, and I was like, yo, where are you? I looked everywhere, out the outdoor seating area in Trinity. And you're like, I'm just in the toilet. I'm dropping the kids off at the pool, but I don't have kids. I'll just be out in a second. Uh, just before we continue, anything in my teeth? No, you're all... Good. I ate a Mediterranean salad. Producer Eve, you're all good too, actually. Yeah, fair play to Great. More on Producer Eve's teeth also <laughs> in about 10 minutes. It's time. a packed show. It is. We've got a lot going on. Next, though, how I threw Nathan in front of the bus today. This world can... Miley Cyrus, nothing breaks like a heart on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Hey, it was a very exciting day today, Graham. We woke up bright and early because we were asked to be guests on a podcast. We haven't been on a podcast together in years. I think we've only ever been on one podcast before together. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, I think you're right. So this is the second time. Uh, as I said a couple of minutes ago, we agreed to meet in Trinity College. And when I rang, because it was, it was Collaborative Studios, so on Dawson Street. And, of course, we would hate to arrive separately, having to make small talk with people. We have to arrive together as a duo. But when I rang you, you were in the toilet in Trinity College going, Hello. Yeah. Okay, I'm just in the toilet. I go, are you waiting there or are you actually going to the toilet? Did and you think I sounded like Liam Neeson? I don't know who you are or what you want, but I'm currently on the toilet <laughs> in Trinity College pretending to be a student. But we went in and... Shout out to the podcast. Oh, of course. The Ryan and Podgecast. They asked us, and it was a real honour. Ryan, Carrick, and Podge. And I don't know Podge's second name. Podge Henry. Oh, well done. You did your research. Thank you. Uh, Wonderful chat. An hour. I think it's out in two weeks. But I have to apologise for you, because I threw you under the bus. I know I said in front of the bus, but it was more of an under the bus that I threw you. I was definitely crawling underneath the bus. They sent you a message saying this morning... Could you open up the podcast with a joke? Yeah, I will say, very short notice to receive a message 10 minutes before you're about to arrive into the studio. Hey, can you tell us a funny joke at the beginning? And you said, yeah, I'll take it, because you're the joke teller, I'm not the joke teller. And you said, I'll tell a joke from my favourite comedian, Norm MacDonald. It's one about a guy moving from the city to the country. I go, I know that joke, absolutely fantastic. So 
Then I said, would you consider telling the joke about the guy who stayed in the B&B with the mother and daughter? Now, my concerns, even though I love the mother and daughter joke, it goes on too long. It's a long joke. It's a long build-up to a pretty... Uh, uneventful payoff Yes But I find it so funny I love watching you tell it I get such giddy mood In a giddy mood When you do tell it Now the worry was I hadn't told it In many years Yeah you used to Ream it off Like constantly And then you stopped All of a sudden But you told the joke About the guy Moving from the city To the country Went down well And then I did something I'm not proud of I go Ah will you tell The other joke That I love well, yeah, uh, Ryan and Pod, you love that joke. You love it. And then the second I said that, you had to tell us because they were going, "Come on, tell us. We're on the podcast. We've got all day. We've got an hour here. How long could it be?" Oh, you really built it up. And the annoying thing is, I thought that they had forgotten because they went, "Okay, you're going to tell this long-winded joke, but first we have to go to our sponsors." Yeah. And then they spoke about their sponsors, and I thought, "Yes, I really don't want to tell this joke. Maybe they've moved on." After the sponsors Right Nathan The big joke <laughs> Let's hear it I will say It did go down very well Now It's not a joke That is suitable For daytime radio But Producer Eve, You did hear the joke I did Before the show And I have it up On my Instagram Instagram O'Toole If you want to see The punchline Liam Coburn From Q102 Was also there He was I've never seen someone As disinterested in my life But at least he Didn't get up and leave Producer Eve, Thoughts of the punchline That gave me a good chuckle yeah, like, you know, it was a oh, funny joke. Yeah. It kind of comes out of nowhere, the punchline. But I will say, and anyone listening to this, you know when you're in the throes of telling a joke, it's very difficult. Liam Coburn kept staring around the room <laughs> and then he focused in on you. I was like, Liam, no, lock, stop locking eyes at me. Really tough to tell a joke when someone isn't looking at you. Really quickly, we did get asked one question, and I think we may have disagreed, but we didn't actually talk about it. I'd like to put it to producer Eve to get her opinion on it, okay? We were asked which one of us is the more extrovert and which is the more introvert yeah, very of the duo. Question. I said I actually think that I am perhaps more extroverted than you, even though it mightn't seem like it on the show. Producer Eve, what do you. And I saw in your eyes, you're like, I don't agree, but the I conversation don't know if moved I agree. on. Who, can't sit on the fence here now Who is the most extroverted out of the two of us? It's not a bad thing well, I think no. Nathan could be More extroverted Yeah Yeah I think I'm more extroverted than you I just don't go out that much <laughs> you're But an, when I go out You're an interior extrovert <laughs> You are in your house You are wild <laughs> Honestly the neighbours hate me Right two weeks time we will be on it If you want to check it out Good lads The Ryan and Podcast On the way next though We fear for producer Neve's help Shane Codd You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Shane Codd Get out my head On 104 Drive With Graham and Nathan We are worried about Producer Neve's head Primarily her mouth Because you came to us Before the show With quite a startling statement So I think I might have Gum disease yeah, <sighs> not just that. <laughs> Gum uh, disease was. I was like, oh, that's not great. But then the comments you said, yeah. I go, what? So I said, when I smile, my gums bleed. <laughs> like that isn't good. That sounds like a horror film, doesn't it? <laughs> I smile and blood drips from my mouth. Bleeding gums, Murphy. Oh yeah. Okay, give Is us a big now? smile. Okay, where does it bleed from? Here. It seems to be my top kind of right little tooth. Okay, go on. Give, give a big smile there. It's a nice smile. Uh, you, you actually have very nice teeth. Have you had braces? No. What? No, but I I want to. But anyway, that's another thing. <laughs> Sorry, but they look fine. Do you think? Are they? What, have you got them whitened? No. 
got great teeth. How do you have them so white? I just brush them. I've got a good uh, electric toothbrush, and I like to. I do look after my teeth, but I need to get. No, you don't. If you've got gum disease, I know. I need to get better at flossing. You know, I think we can all relate with gum disease. You might brush a bit too hard, and you spit out, and there's a bit of blood in your spit. But I've never. And I've been on this planet for 31 years. Really? Heard about smiling and blood dripping everywhere. And when <laughs> producer Neve told me this, I instantly went on to YouTube and I went, smiling, blood, gum disease. This video popped up from Colgate. Do you want to hear yeah, a little bit about it, it yeah, about yeah. gum disease? Gum disease has two stages. Gingivitis is the first. Gums are mildly inflamed, can appear red or swollen and may bleed during brushing. Okay. If detected early, gum disease can be reversed. Periodontitis is the second stage. Gums begin to move away from the teeth, allowing plaque bacteria to move close to tooth roots, supporting Ooh, fibres and bone. In advanced periodontitis, supporting fibres and bone are destroyed. Teeth become loose and they may need to be removed by a dentist. Oh, you have to remove your oh, teeth. No. I think I have periodontitis. Yeah. I've got two teeth at the back here where you can see there's a gap between the, okay. the gum. But I went to the dentist about three or four years ago to sort that out and they said, no, no, you're fine. But I will say, I am the biggest advocate for flossing. Yeah. I know this isn't a dentist show, but I flossed 99% of the nights before bed since I went to the dentist and I've never had any problems since. Do you floss in the morning? No, just in the evening. Oh, I do the morning as well. Well, aren't Bef- you a goody two-shoes over there? You well, floss guys, when you get up? Yes, I do. Then what are you flossing? I don't know. Someone <laughs> may have broken into my house <laughs> and threw Skittles around my mouth. Uh, what, I will say What are we going to do about this? Ne- Produce Neve. Oh, yeah. Well, look, if you're listening to this and you're a dentist... Have you ever heard of someone who smiles and blood pours from their mouth? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's healthy. And will you start flossing your teeth? I will. I'm just so afraid of my teeth falling out. So I think after hearing Nathan's clip, I'm going to... This is not a sponsored ad, but Dentalux, the dental floss, you pick it up in Lidl. It's very thick, but I actually think it's very good for your teeth. Did you not have a thing against that before? Am I right in thinking that? Initially, I feared it yes. because it's a lot thicker yeah. than other dental floss. Yeah. But now I'm in love with you it. Don't fear the thick. No, it's good. So what did you say? Don't fear the the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. FM 104, this is 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan playing Regard and Ride It. And it is, oh, it's bang on a quarter to. Perfect. That means it's time for Nathan's news. Pop it in the diary. The 25th of February in London's O2 Arena is going to be very interesting. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! The one and only Floyd Mayweather is going to be boxing former Geordie Shore housemate Aaron Chalmers. Tonight's been Me best mate and the girl I'm getting with have stabbed us in the back. What? Would I want to stay in this house? Do you remember Aaron? He's yeah. covered in tattoos. He was best friends with Gaz Beadle. Yeah. He's become an MMA fighter and now he's become a boxer. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather. This is insane. The greatest like, boxer of all yeah. of like modern day. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So Floyd Mayweather posted last night on his Instagram, 
London. We are rocking and rolling on the 25th of February at the O2 Arena. Tickets will be on sale soon. Stay tuned. He was supposed to face this guy called Liam Harrison, but Liam injured his knee. So Aaron Chalmers oh from Geordie Shore has now said, I'll do it. And Aaron Chalmers has posted and said, I can't believe I'm fighting Floyd Mayweather. You can only imagine the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> Dollar bills. Now, I will say I looked into Aaron Chalmers because I just know him from Geordie Shore. He actually seems like a good fighter. His most recent boxing match, he played a guy called Alex Thompson. And this happened in the first round. And there's the right hand from Chalmers and the left. Thompson looks calm. Chalmers with a nice 2-3-2 combination. The kickboxing, the footwork. He's claimed there's many improvements. Beautiful pull. Oh, oh, That's over in London. Chalmers knocks out Thompson. Has he just answered the questions in the most emphatic fashion? What do we think Fair about play. this? Fair play to him. Yeah, I, I remember watching his transition over to an MMA fighter, but sure, I know nothing about MMA, so... Me neither. It's like, fair play. Uh, here we go. How many of the original Geordie Shore cast can you name? Okay. Off you go. Holly Hagen, Charlotte Crosby, Gaz Beadle, Scott... Scotty T, yeah. um, Marty, there's a guy called Nathan. Uh, is there? Yeah. Original, I'm talking oh, about you're talking the about original. James Tisdale. Well done. Jay. Uh, there was a big guy called Jay that used to go out with Vicky Patterson. James, James. Oh, no. No, was there a Jay? There was a Jay and a James. Okay. And the most original, the first person who arrived and left was a guy called Greg. Do you remember Greg? I loved Greg. He hated gymming with the others and said, I don't think Geordie Shore is for me. I used to love Geordie Shore. Did you say Sophie? Sophie. I didn't say Sophie. Sophie. And of course, Joel Curry used to date Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. Joel Curry used to be in it and they didn't really like Joel Curry because he was from London. They used to laugh at him thinking he's never going to make it. I think he's made it. Right. Well, best luck to Aaron Chalmers. 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 Charmander. Fighting Floyd Mayweather. That's insane. Right. Glass Animals on the way after Lewis Capaldi. And forget me, a 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Oh, there's a beautiful smell of coffee right now. Honestly, do you have a biscuit or anything with that? I don't, and I'll tell you the truth, and I feel like we're all family here, you know? I've got very bad stomach cramps today and I don't think this is going to help me at all but I am so regimented in my what would you say I am? I do the same thing at the same time every single day what's that called? Uh, stubborn? I, I, no, a man who is in routine I'm so routine that I have to have it at 4 o'clock well, anyway you kind of have to be because I'm not throwing you under the bus here you have IBS Yeah, no, I have IBS and that's why I've got stomach cramps today it's pretty bad but you were saying from eating bananas recently it's yeah. giving you gas? No, it's giving me stomach cramps. Which probably is a result of gas. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so really what know. are you replacing the bananas with? Nothing. Oh. I'll go banana-less from five onwards. My coffee at four, my banana at five. We'll see how I'm doing after five. I might get, like, invest in maybe a little Rivita biscuit or something like that. Well, I will say. Or a, a lovely, A lovely atmosphere in the studio. You're being very vulnerable. Yeah. If you'll allow me in a few minutes' time, I'd like to be vulnerable about... 
being a creeper. <laughs> yeah, of course, let's do it. Nathan's a creep after Dua Lipa, new rules. Talking to You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dua Lipa, new rules on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right, Nathan, you were being very open there. You were saying... You want to talk about being a creep. What do you yeah. mean about being a creep? We kind of already know that, but I know. what other context? I got caught out being a creep. So it's never good news when that happens. Yeah, if you want to be a creep, you want to do it in the, in the shadows. You don't want to be caught out. I have a warning and I also have a question. But let me just tell you what happened. A couple of days ago, I was at home before the show. Yeah. I was on the phone looking at my apps and I come across an app that I don't really ever use. LinkedIn. Oh. LinkedIn. When you work yeah. in the media, I don't think you use LinkedIn that much. I don't think it's for presenters anyway. There was a period of time during lockdown I said, I'm going to update my LinkedIn now. I'm going to use my, my time of being locked in a house and I'm going to do my LinkedIn. And I said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this up. I haven't even changed it over the fact that we work at FM 104 anymore. Yeah. Previous station is still up there. That station who must not be named Don't mention the war But what I will say is I do like the vibe of LinkedIn Even though I don't use it that much I'm like yourself I have a profile I think I've endorsed you in the past Oh thanks very much Some of your skills that you put up there But let me tell you what happened First time ever doing this I went on to my beautiful fiance's profile Because oh. I went Do you know what? I share a bed with this wonderful woman Yes I'm going to marry her. Yes. I live in the house with her. I bought a house mm. with her. Surely I'm, you can have a look at her LinkedIn profile. I've never checked her LinkedIn profile. So I went on. I was very impressed. I went, oh, that's what you work as. Yeah, yeah. I saw the picture. Gorgeous, to be expected. Yeah, yeah. And I scrolled down at some of the skills and I went, impressive stuff. And then I think I drove to work. Anyway, that evening, I came back. I go, oh, honey, long day in the office. I drop my suitcase, <laughs> sat at the table, having the meal. And she goes, why were you checking my profile? I go, sorry, what are you talking about? She goes, my LinkedIn profile. I got a notification that you were looking at it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Guys, the cookie crumbs were all over my lips and you, fingers. Did you try to deny it at the beginning? Yes, what I did. What were you talking about, Becca? How do you know I was looking at you? Well, you know what I like to do? When I initially get caught out, I like to say, What? What? It buys me time. Yeah. Didn't buy me too much time. What? Why were you looking at my profile? Oh, um, I just wanted to have a look. I didn't know that she knew that I could see your profile. I had an idea, but I'm just so not first in the world of LinkedIn. I, I didn't. I was like, oh, rings a bell about people looking at your profile, and yeah, I, I, it's just not a world that I'm a part of. But I know it's a part of so many people's world. Like it's basically you have to have a LinkedIn profile if you work in certain sectors. So you can't be a creep no. on LinkedIn. I, I don't know. I don't know. Producer Eve, do you have LinkedIn? I do. And I did know about that feature, but I've been caught out as well. But I know my friend is a recruiter and she has a special LinkedIn that they can creep without anyone noticing. Ah. Yeah. Did anybody from FM 104 creep on your LinkedIn before Maybe. you got the job? Maybe. Oh. You know, just a few people checking it out, seeing what oh. she's all about. Someone just stuck his hand up in the office. Oh, Big Boss <laughs> Phil was checking the LinkedIn, so he was. Big ba Boss <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Must actually check your LinkedIn to see how impressive it is. Well, can I just throw out the question? 
you know, if I wanted to check Becca's profile in the future, yeah. is there a way that I can do that without being caught? Well, you're asking the wrong person here. I've got no idea. So the number is 87 Come on, this is a question about LinkedIn. I was going to say we're trying to help fellow creeps. No, no that seems so trying dirty. Trying to help Nathan look at his... Look, I just want to look, look, at her, look at her profile in peace without, being, without being asked about over the dinner I'm table. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I want to support her in the background. <laughs> right, let us know. WhatsApp 87 or anything else weird about LinkedIn. Let's talk about it. Jax Jones. Oh you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Geta, BB Rexa, I'm good. I'm 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You know what? I wish I could say I'm good, but I'm a bit stressed out. I'm a creep. <laughs> well, we should have got the. Was it Radiohead? I'm, I'm a, a creep. creep. Or what about the other song? <laughs> Come on! Uh, 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 uh. I'll give you ten, <laughs> 10 points if you can name me the band ah, who sings look. that. Nobody knows. I'm gonna say the Freemasons. Do you have their producer name? Do you want? I'll the go. Cre- I, was gonna e- say e- Chemical Brothers. I just remember the music video of was oh. this woman in an office? Camille Jones. Never mind. Can you play oh, it? Camille Jones versus oh, Freddie yeah. Legrand. Do you mind playing some of it? Uh, you tell your story while the ad plays here on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Right, tell your story now because you're uh, a creep. So a few days ago, I was caught out being a creep because I went onto LinkedIn. I just wanted to check my beautiful fiance Becca's profile. And I checked it. I was very proud, very impressive lady. But that evening, she said to me, what were you doing being a creep? Check now my LinkedIn profile. Yeah, so we're asking you, give us some tips because me and Nathan are not first in the world of LinkedIn at all. We want to know how can you creep without people checking out. Alan, welcome to the show. How can you do it? So you have to go into a sentence and set it so he can change his privacy sentence so that they can only see basically... If someone has a premium and account, they'd, they'd be able to see, but he can change it. So, um, yeah, basically, okay. his sentence, hang on a second. I just, you caught me on the hop here. Sorry. Are you on the toilet, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't answer if, if I was on the jack there, to be fair. So, well, I think what you're saying is so, if uh, for the normal people who don't pay for LinkedIn, they won't be able to see who's creeping on their account if Nathan is private. But for those who are premium, they will still be able to. But you don't care about the premium people. Who on earth pays no, for premium? No, who no, pays no, for LinkedIn? Uh, <laughs> yeah, recruiters only. Yeah, now, recruiter, if, yeah. I'm not a recruiter. If, if he goes to me and settings and privacy in the top right-hand corner, he'd be able, and then there'd be visibility on his right-hand side, and then he'd be able to change his uh, view. And Have you ever been caught out yourself? Um... Sure, you know yourself. Probably, probably a few times. Yeah. More, more, on, more on Facebook than LinkedIn. You can get away with it on LinkedIn. Well, Alan, thank you very much for your help. Yeah. Cheers. You've no, helped Nathan it. out. Good luck. Cheers. All See you, Alan. Bye-bye. Shall we hear it once more? Come on, 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 on. If anyone else has any LinkedIn stories about being a creep or just in general, how can we improve the platform? 87 <laughs> 104 this would be a good bangers or trash song. Yeah. I think it would be. Right. Let's get your messages in on WhatsApp 87 104 This is Dermot Kennedy, Power Over Me. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan.
Dermot Kennedy, power over me. Where they're talking about LinkedIn and the pitfalls of LinkedIn when you get caught creeping on someone's page. Well, I'm sure the normal person who uses the platform every day understands that. Me and Nathan didn't, so we were kind of angry with it. But I will say, LinkedIn puts on a hell of a spread. Oh, yeah? Oh, I've been in there. So paint a picture for us. I have a friend who works in there. Yeah. Won't name the person, but they brought me in one Friday. They have two floors. This is their brand new building on the canal. Two floors of kitchens where they've like a pasta section, a fish section, a meat section. Whereabouts is it in the canal? Uh, do you know Mespel Road? Yes, I do. Across from where our friend Peter used to live. Okay. Across from those apartments on Mespel Road. Yes. Right there. The new the new building there. It's unbelievable. And then they have a, a games room. And, and I know people who work in tech are like, yeah, we have that everywhere. It's unbelievable. Now, just speak about the food now. Because <laughs> I'm actually starving. I think so I got what did lamb. you go for? I got lamb. And how is it presented? It's is it a help yourself? Is it like KC peaches? I was in there with my friend and I said, okay, I've got my stuff. I've got my main and I have my sides. You were putting everything on the plate? No, I was being very, um, being very kind of... Selective. Sh- and shy. Oh, okay. They go, you can get more. I go, what do you mean? No, it's only lunch. He goes... Take as much as you want. Ready? The chefs want you to do it. I said, if the chefs want me to do it, I sat down then. The guy on the table beside me had five meals. I'm sorry. Five meals. If I worked in LinkedIn, I'd be bringing a lunchbox. Yeah. I suppose everyone does that. It's unbelievable. You went to Google. I've been to Google as well. Yeah, I went to Google. Not great. Not as good as LinkedIn. Sorry. Sorry, Google. LinkedIn has better chefs. It was impressive. And what I heard is as well. Sorry, we've got to go to the news here. Go on. Two seconds. Yeah, very quick. There's two LinkedIn buildings, one old one and one new one. And apparently the chefs are super competitive and they want to make the better dishes in each place. It's like a five-star restaurant in there. So not alone do you have all the spread, but the chefs are competing to make the best food possible. Unreal. Um, I don't know what we're talking about this next place. What do you think? <laughs> There's uh, tuna in the vending machine. <laughs> you have to pay two euro for. The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Becky Hill, my heart goes on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Now, yesterday we were speaking about coincidences. It was actually a mad coincidence that happened to you on Friday evening, Graham, involving the show Yellowstone. Five seasons old. My friend got on to me saying, you got to start Yellowstone. You would absolutely love it. I started on Friday night and as I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, my friend Nick would absolutely love this. Sent him a message. I go, you watching Yellowstone? Think you'd like it? He sent me a picture back of him watching it. I go, what? What, what are the chances that oh, we're both watching it at the same time? It's not a new show. It's five years old. I said, what episode are you on? He goes, I just started it tonight. And I said, pause it right now. What minute are you on? We were eight minutes apart. You can't make eight it up. Eight minutes apart. All right. Also, hey, let's not ignore what happened to you and I. We were both shopping for coriander. Yes. The herb. On the same day over the weekend. Okay, I... Have a coincidence And I honestly thought It was It happened to me again today Go on And then I'm Like it still could happen But I'm not 100% sure Go on So this morning I was on A Zoom call I had to do a call this morning About some survey Or whatever and I sounds a bit mysterious <laughs> You auditioning for American Idol <laughs> No I was chatting to A fine gentleman Who I've never met before But it was It sounds like a date Are you going on a date I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it on the radio, but I- <laughs> this sounds extremely dodgy. 
I was talking to this man. I was doing a survey with this man. All right. <laughs> I was talking to him. Does Claire know about this? Does Claire honestly know about <laughs> Yes, I told her last night. Some kosher. Thruple. <laughs> I was talking to him anyway for about 45 minutes. He was a lovely man wow. and I'd never met him before and that was it. When we were walking over to work, we walked over together. We stopped by Tesco. I'm not... You saw the man. I'm 90% sure he was standing in front of me in the queue. <laughs> I think it was him. What were uh, you talking to him about for 45 minutes? <laughs> it was about a survey. It was a survey about the future of something. I can't say it. The future I, is bright. <laughs> the future is orange. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm not 100% sure if it was, was him. Was it him? Why do you think it was him? Because they both had similar style and red hair and a red beard. They looked the image of each other. Interesting. Was I close? Because I also was in Tesco's. You were down buying prawns or something down the, the freezer section. I was in Tesco's. <laughs> Tesco. Right. I think we have Dylan on the line. Yeah. Dylan. All right. Dylan has a WhatsApp voice note about a coincidence. What's the story, lads? Come here. Not the most interesting the coincidence, but a coincidence nonetheless. I had uh, an issue with Bank of Ireland there a while back. Uh, my card was being skimmed or something. So I had to ring the fraud squad. And I went through all these different channels, different numbers. And, you know, they press one for this, press two for this. And I ended up talking to some guy in the fraud department. And uh, just like one of like six of these lads probably in the country, like for Bank of Ireland. And uh, I was telling them the issue and everything, and uh, I had just by but just by chance I mentioned that I lived in Tullow and Carlow, and uh, he was like, "Oh, what part of Tullow do you live in?" I live in Tullow as well, and I was like, "No way! Like, it can't be that much of a coincidence out of like handful of people that do this job. One of them, and the person I'm speaking to is a fellow resident of of Tullow. Mm. Crazy. Okay." I like that. Uh, my mind isn't blown by it. I like it, but it's not blown. Mine he is. He did say he did say it's not the most uh, uh, interesting. I was a fan of that. <laughs> if I was Will, I am on the voice. I'd turn around. <laughs> so Tullo's population in 2011 was just under 4,000. So it's <laughs> producer Neve, do you have a story about coincidence? You have one. You were saying. Yeah, this is a coincidence. So my next door neighbor has the exact same full name, first and last name, as my mum. So they get each other's post all the time. Oh. Yeah. Are you sure it's not the same woman? <laughs> <laughs> I've moved toes. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Any coincidences? Now, I know I, was, I wasn't really slagging Dylan there, but you know, I was like, ah, all right. At least his happened. I'm just uncertain. <laughs> it's like another red-haired man standing in front of me in Tesco. <laughs> James Hype, Ferrari, you're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan, where we want your coincidences. Can I be honest? I still want your... You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Oh, you ran up those stairs. I'm out of breath. We've got to run upstairs to go to the bathroom now. And we actually did take a little trip upstairs to see the newspaper, the print side of this uh, this company. Very different vibe up there. I felt like a naughty school child that I was being shown around by the vice principal where we weren't allowed to talk out loud and we had to whisper. And when I get awkward in those situations, I tend to wander off by myself and speak loudly. Mm. Wasn't allowed to do that upstairs. And uh, I was like, okay, I've seen enough. And Nathan was like, no, do you want to walk over there and just look at people? And I was like, no, I'm fine. It was an interesting atmosphere. I think I saw one person play the computer game Minesweeper. Right. Was that the guy from the Sunday Times? Yes. Do you remember the game Minesweeper, though? I do, yeah, yeah. Click on the bomb. Game over. (laughs) 
right on the way next we're chatting ping pong ding dongs Billie Eilish FM 104 the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan Sam Fender 17 going under you're on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie it is Graham and Nathan here and around this time every evening we play a game we like to call ping pong ding dong Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. It has been a good week for me so far. I currently am in the Grand Slam final by myself. Yes, but can anybody beat Nathan? We're bringing Chris onto the line, who has beaten Nathan in the past okay. last year. Chris, are you feeling confident that you can do two in a row? Yeah, I think so. So, Chris, I don't think I'm up against much. Uh, now, Chris, <laughs> how dare you? How dare uh, you? Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite me. Now, Chris, you were in the Grand Slam final. Can you just describe what it was like the last time? Very intense. Yeah, it very, is intense. Very. Did you win the Grand it Slam was. final, Chris? No, I got those trails in it, and the fourth seller got knocked out, and then I got beaten. All right, well, you're back to uh, try and claim the 200 euro, but first you've got to get past Nathan O'Reilly again. Yeah. These are the, the rules. Yeah, he is in form. One for one. I'm feeling fit. Right, these That's are the rules. I'm, I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. We go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat him, you go through to the final. Chris, what was the topic you had the last time you were on? The fourth one was um, County in Ireland. And then the final was Brew. All right. That's a look, Chris. You're going to need it, brother. (laughs) Chris, you will serve as you are the guest. Your topic tonight, gentlemen, is towns and cities. Oh, no. Beginning with the letter M. M for microphone. Towns and cities worldwide. 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 Um, Munich. Montpellier Manchester Monaghan No, oh. wait Oh, Monaghan is a town oh, Wait a second, double God, check there Yeah, Monaghan town, Monaghan town Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I'm scared Chris Mullingar Madrid. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Nathan. Um, Monaco. Um, is that a country? Bar? One second there. I'm pretty sure that's a, no, it's a town. It's a country in Europe. Is Monaco... City, state and microstate. It's a country. Monaco's a country. Country a in country. Europe. It's a country. It is. Can you, can you just type, is Monaco a city? Okay. Is there a is there a Monaco city in the state? I think he's just buying time. Is it like I'm not buying time, this is a country. Monaco Ville, the old city. We're still yeah, in. Monaco City, it is. They say that Monaco is like the Monaghan of France. <laughs> Someone just messaged Monaco is a principality. What does oh, that mean? Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It's I'm I'm keeping it. I'm keeping oh, it. For the love of God. Well done. Okay. Milan. Um, oh. Middlesbrough. 
Moscow. Going to push oh. you, Chris. Five, <laughs> four, three, two. Oh, man, one. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, you son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Malahide sneaks in. Um, Malaga. Um, Michigan. Oh, can we check yeah, that? Can we check that? One second there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Town? No, it's a city. Okay, yeah. For some reason I thought it was a state, but never mind. Nathan. You've had time as well. Maine. Yeah. God. Don't this think of any other one. <laughs> Chris. Is it back to me? Yeah, 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 Chris. It's oh, time wasting. It's time wasting. I no, Maine um, is a state. What? Maine is a state. It says it's not it, the city's within Maine. He's, what? Wait, wait. Nathan's out, you've done it, Chris, you've done it! <laughs> I don't know how you've done it, but you've done it! <laughs> Unreal. Well done. What? I love it, someone just messaged, lads, this is shocking. Yes, it was, it was a shocking I game. I think I've been robbed. No, Nathan, I'm sorry. I think I've been robbed. You are out, producing Monaco's these. a country. We're saying Monaco's also a city. <laughs> this is a joke. Chris, congratulations, oh, you know what? We're going to see you... On Friday. Chat to you then. Cheers, thanks. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. FM 104. <laughs> He's saying nothing. He's saying nothing. Oh, someone's saying about Michigan. <laughs> it's Disciples FM 104. I need to review them because I don't know who said what, so let's have a look at these. You're on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Selena Gomez, Lose You to Love Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Lovely song. From that incredible song to one of the most incredible giveaways Irish radio has ever seen. You ready for it? Do it. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with a celebrant. Safe to say, when we announced this yesterday... Thousands Huge. upon thousands of people were interested. They were outside the front door of FM 104. I couldn't get home. I didn't get home till 20 past seven. Yeah, I thought that would yeah, happen. It was mental. Right. Last week we had a scrambled egg off. I won because I still claim to cook the best, best scrambled eggs in Leinster. All right. Now you spent 40 minutes making these scrambled eggs, but producer Neve tried your scrambled eggs against mine and yours was by far the better one but I said I would love to give the opportunity over for someone who listens to this show to taste my scrambled eggs I will come to your house and I will cook you scrambled eggs but because it takes 40 minutes what's Nathan going to do during those 40 minutes so the first idea was for him to clean your house for 40 minutes which is still an option but option B well I'm a professional and trained celebrant So I was thinking While Graham is making his infamous scrambled eggs I could renew your vows in your living room You could invite your friends and family over I'd bring my podium This would be the real deal 
and we'd carry out a beautiful bespoke ceremony for you. So, you know, we, we hear these competitions on radio all the time, you know, collect your qualifier every day and at the end of the week we'll get one winner, we'll put you all in the draw. Because this is one of the biggest radio uh, competitions ever, we're going to do the exact same thing. Yesterday, I believe his name was Aaron, we had him on, yeah. recently got married to his wife Cathy last March. He said he will be accepting option B off the renewal of the vows if he ends up winning. But, two professional chefs. I know. If they win, I will be cooking for two professional chefs. So what we want you to do right now is WhatsApp the egg emoji, plus include your name and location to 0876797104. Ask yourself right now, what other radio station is giving away this prize? This is a once only. Yeah, once in a lifetime opportunity. This is going to be unbelievable. And if you do want me to clean... I can also do a bit of cleaning. Yeah, exactly. Depends how long the ceremony of the renewing of the vows will take. Will it be 40 minutes? Who knows? All right. 0876797104. Give us that egg emoji and we'll pick a qualifier very soon. It's Miss You on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jeremy Kennedy, kiss me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with a celebrant. And you may both kiss. That's what I could be saying in your living room. So the competition we're doing is Graham is going to cook his infamous scrambled egg over in your house potentially. During those 40 minutes, I will renew your vows because I'm a professional celebrant. Yes, you heard that right. He said 40 minutes. Don't ask. Don't, don't complain. Just wait till you taste them. And then all your answers, all your questions will be answered with the best scrambled eggs in Leinster. We need a qualifier per day. We're going to go to the phones. Let's get a qualifier. All right. This is Breda. How are you? Oh, my God. How are the lads today? All right, oh. Breda. We're great. You're very excited about winning this potential competition. Absolutely delighted. Delighted to win it because my children would love to torture Nathan. <laughs> okay. Oh, that could be option C. Mm. Uh, torture, torture Nathan. Well, I will say 40 minutes is a long time <laughs> to be tortured. Well, they could play with you on the trampoline or else my son loves football. I'm just currently pulling up at football. So you could have a football match against him. Maybe pennos or something like that. Or you could play on the trampoline with the kids for 40 minutes while I could say about breaks. breaking my legs. Did you say he'd break his legs? <laughs> No, he did. He said, he, I'll try not to break his legs. Oh, that's oh, very that's good nice. of him. That's very good of him. Well... Look, that's obviously Nathan's part of it. Are you excited about potentially tasting the best scrambled eggs in Leinster? Yeah, but I think mine would be better. Ah, but yeah, right. I love yours. Oh. Nah, yours are horrible, mate. <laughs> is, he, is he saying my eggs are horrible or his mother's eggs are horrible? I, 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 I think he's dangerous. <laughs> no, I don't. No, Do no. I definitely should have took it off loud before you start talking. Do you know what, Brida? Guess what? You are... Today's qualifier! Yeah. Yeah. Where, whereabouts do you live? Uh, we live in Finglas in Dublin. Brilliant. Perfect. That's two Finglas houses in a row we have. It looks like we're... Yeah, uh, we, that'd be so much easier. Yeah, we could be going. We could do the two houses. But let's see. Brida, thank you so much. We may be chatting to you Friday. Good luck. Brilliant. Bye. See ya. And don't worry, we'll give you another chance. 
tomorrow on the show. If you didn't get it, it's the it's the hottest radio competition going right now. It's the only ticket in town. It's the best ticket in town. Julia Michaels issues on FM 104. I'm jealous. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Look, I've never felt pressure like it. Like the pressure I felt last week when I brought a new segment to the radio show and it bombed. It was bad and it all was because of me. It's a horrible game. I delivered it so badly. And I've had people in my ear all week. This is what you should do. This is what you should do. Do this. Do that. And I was like, ah, do two people. Do one person. Do more. Do less. This is O'Reilly O'Reilly. And let me tell you, it is going to be phenomenal next. We are really stripping it back to bare bones. And this is going to be potentially award-winning radio in the way next. We're stripping stripping it back so much that we've actually removed a microphone in the studio. And I'm sharing it with my good friend, Mikey O'Reilly. But look what I'm going to do here, Mikey. I'm going to push the microphone over to you. I can't believe how comfortable uh, Nathan's lap is. It's a warm lap. <laughs> and it's not as bony as I thought it'd be. There's cushion. Bony M. Right. On the way next, it is the second edition of O'Reilly O'Reilly. And I guarantee you, it's going to be a good one. First though, Mabel, don't call me up on FM 104. When I'm underneath the bright So don't call me up. Mabel, don't call it's me up. It's awkward. It's awkward sharing this microphone. <laughs> 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Okay. I've got three beautiful people sitting in front of me because we're ready to play O'Reilly O'Reilly! Yes! Did you say O'Reilly or O'Reilly? O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. I have Nathan O'Reilly sitting in front of me. I've got producer Neve O'Reilly and I've got Mikey O'Reilly from the Hit Mix. I am aware as well, Alison O'Reilly from News is sitting outside. We will add in Alison once Q102 give us back our microphone. We've only got three microphones for four people, so already very stretched, but Alison will be included on a future date. Right, I'm going to read you out information about a person. But based on the information I give you, you have to try and figure out is the person I'm talking about really an O'Reilly? All right, sense. Scores are Nathan nil, Mikey one, producer Neve one from last week. Right. Today's O'Reilly is a guy called Patrick James O'Reilly. Got it? Yep. yep. Okay, good. He was born in New York on March 20th, 1945 to parents Mary and Leon. He he played many sports growing up in New York, but made his name in basketball, winning an NBA championship in 1972 with the LA Lakers. Okay. I've got more information. That's a lot of information. Okay. He started off as a commentator in retirement, but eventually moved into head coaching, coaching the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Miami Heat, winning five NBA championships as head coach. And finally, he was nicknamed the Godfather because of his slick back grey hair and his immaculate tan. Now, you were looking at me, Mikey, when the yeah. father, Leon, was named. Please tell us why. Graham has been on my Facebook because I have an Auntie Mary O'Reilly, my Uncle Patrick O'Reilly, and then my other auntie has a son, Leon O'Reilly. Never knew that. And... My Uncle Patrick, shout out to Patrick, has grey slick back hair. And is he called the Godfather? He's not mine, but he's someone's. Did he play for the LA Lakers? No, but he's 6'7". 6'7"? <laughs> seven? Seven? Yeah. Is he? I, Honest to God, I, I ain't lying. He's not lying, Graham. Producer Neve O'Reilly. So the one thing I was drawn to there was the fact he played basketball, mm-hmm. height, 
Mm-hmm. Nathan is very tall. Mm-hmm. My brother is very tall. You're quite tall as well, Mikey. I'm 5'11". He, okay, well, that's tall. <laughs> it's tall when you're standing beside me. So that's the angle I'm going for. I'm so thinking there just... That's a good angle. So yeah. you think in the O'Reilly blood, of, uh, this guy could be yeah. a, a distant relative of one of you. Yeah. Tallness runs in the blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look, I was never good at basketball. I didn't care for the sport. People used to shout at me, double dribble. What the <laughs> hell does that mean? I don't know, but he started as a commentator, so I'm thinking he was terrible at the start. No, and no, then, no, no. He was a player. He was a player. Retired, became a commentator, uh, and then became a head coach. That so changes everything. He was me. a player for the LA Lakers. <laughs> and he was good at talking, which the O'Reilly's yeah, clearly are. Yeah, do you think you're a good talker? Did you hear my show last night? <laughs> Okay, here we go. Really, an O'Reilly? It's very or, confusing. Or is this a fake or It's not. Is this person's surname O'Reilly or not? No, I'm just saying it's confusing because of the information we've all kind of given one another. Your godfather, Leon. Patrick. <laughs> right, Nathan. Is this person really an O'Reilly? Um, like I, I take Neve's thing into account, tall... O'Reilly people tend to be tall but we're not great basketball players and because of that I don't believe that person's an O'Reilly Mikey O'Reilly so due to the fact I believe Graham went onto my Facebook scrolled down to France 2009 looked at the photos looked at tagged people and I just think this is one big hoax and you're looking me in the eyes now like intimidating me biggest hoax on Irish radio not an O'Reilly no way Producer Neve. Yeah, I'm sticking to my guns here, and I think the the basketball thing is feeling good to me. So I'm going to say it's really an O'Reilly. Oh, controversial! Yeah, someone has to be a winner. Someone has gone in the lead in the week. Well, oh, it's definitely not me then. Well, it's pretty clear now. <laughs> no, it's not you. Oh, yo, yeah, sorry. Patrick James O'Reilly is not. An O'Reilly. Oh, that's my uncle. So, he's no basketball player. That's my uncle. That person Graham, who I was shouldn't do that. That person who I was talking about. His real name is Patrick Riley. <laughs> oh, that's a real person. Sorry. Patrick Riley. Really loud. <laughs> Sorry, I'm confused. Yes. Did you go onto Mikey's Facebook page? No, I didn't. I find people and then I either stick with their name if they're an O'Reilly or if they're not an O'Reilly, if it's like Patrick Riley, I just change his name. What did you think of that, producer Neve? I'm sad. I, I wish he was a real O'Reilly. Nathan, one point. Mikey, two points. Neve, one point. Right. Much better than last week. Can yeah. we all agree on yeah. that? Are we understanding the game a bit better? I think to end it, we should do the jingle again. Okay. O'Reilly! O'Reilly! O'Reilly. I was in the club. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.